You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. For the season previews, every day I'm doing a topic and then preview one American League and one National League team for fantasy purposes. Today's episode, we're going to look at sleepers uh, before breaking down the uh, Tampa Bay Rays and San Francisco Giants. So, sleepers, maybe this is uh, from from days gone by, players who uh, are flying under the radar, and I'm not sure players really fly under the radar anymore, Um, but... Uh, I guess what uh, we're looking for is players who might be undervalued. And in many cases, uh, at least in my perception, players who are undervalued are guys who didn't have good seasons in 2020. Um, you know, and uh, I've been preaching all along here, we don't want to overvalue the results one way or the other uh, based on what happened in 2020. Uh, and so if somebody had a couple of rough months or, or maybe just one bad month in 2020, uh, we don't want to throw out all all their previous accomplishments uh, because of that. And so uh, we will see as we go through this list of sleepers that there are a number of players who have performed better uh, in previous seasons. And and I guess the question is, I mean, there are some players that doesn't seem to have affected uh, their perception heading into 2021, but then there are some others uh, where uh, it seems that uh, a a bad 2020 has got them uh, virtually being written off. So let's start uh, with some catchers. And I've got uh, Wilson Ramos for Detroit. Uh, look, 2020 was Ramos's worst offensive season since 2015. Uh, from 2016 through 2019, he averaged 16 home runs, 65 RBIs, and a 294 batting average. If you get that at catcher, that's, you know, that's top tier stuff. Uh, you know, maybe he, that's not JT Real Muto, but basically anyone else uh, would, be, uh, would be happy with those numbers. So, and you're not going to have to take Ramos early. Uh, but kind of hold out hope that uh, he get he gets back on track uh, with the bat this year, and and you c- could get good value on on a later pick. Uh, also, uh, Jorge Alfaro, uh, catcher for Miami, he has a high strikeout rate, uh, but his 2019 season was pretty productive. He had 18 home runs, hit 262, entirely fine uh, if that's what you're getting out of your catcher. Uh, he did not hit hit as well in 2020, uh, but. Again, these are guys that you can probably get relatively late uh, that have a chance uh, to deliver starter catcher uh, value. Uh, at first base, we've got Josh Bell, uh, who's now with Washington. 2019, he hit 37 home runs, 116 RBIs, hit 277 uh, in Pittsburgh. Well, in 2020, his strikeout rate went way up. He ended up hitting just 226. Uh, he he wasn't the same player. And this is precisely the uh, the case where you look at a couple of bad months from Josh Bell and should that... Uh, eliminate uh, his career best season from the year before. Uh, and I would say, well, you know, maybe, maybe we don't quite think as highly of him uh, going into the 2021 season, but uh, I would uh, feel more comfortable uh, evaluating Bell based on his 2019, which was at least a full season uh, compared to 2020, which was a couple of months. Uh, also CJ Crone, uh, who was signed in Colorado. Uh, he only hit 190 with four home runs last season in 13 games uh, for Detroit. But in his previous two seasons, he hit 253 with a total of 55 home runs. Uh, and that's before 
you know, having the opportunity to play in Colorado uh, every day. So, or at least every second day. Uh, they're only playing half their games there, right? Crone, uh, if he hits, you know, 25 to 30 home runs uh, and hits 253, that's value in a corner infield spot already. Uh, it, but maybe in Colorado, he hits 35 home runs and, and then you're uh, starting to, to climb the ladder of value. Uh, second baseman and outfielder, Dylan Moore for Seattle. Uh, the, the question for him is whether or not uh, his batting average is going to be an issue. In 2019, as a rookie, he hit 206. Uh, last season, he hit 255. But again, that's a, a short uh, season. If he does hit 255 again, Moore is a legit 2020 threat who has multi position eligibility. Like there, there's definite value uh, in what he's offering. Uh, but the question is, as I say, going to be the batting average. And so if he hits, uh, if he can hit 255 again, uh, then you know, the Dylan Moore will be well worth uh, a mid-round selection because uh, the, the 2020 upside and, and positional versatility uh, is pretty useful. Uh, also, Tommy Edmond, uh, infielder for St. Louis, who's taking over at second base uh, for the departed Colton Wong. And, and Edmond should be able to get uh, double-digit home runs and stolen bases. And if he hits leadoff, could be a good source for runs scored too. And he's eligible around the infield. Uh, so that does uh, give Edmond an opportunity to give you uh, some some value at, at multiple positions. Uh, at shortstop, uh, Philadelphia Phillies, Didi Gregorius. He's not a big name at the position when you think of the, you know, the real stars. But if you don't get one of those uh, star marquee players and you can afford to take a shortstop who maybe isn't going to steal a ton of bases, Gregorius has established himself as a legit power hitter. Uh, if you prorate his 2020 season uh, and then average it over his past five years, Gregorius has averaged 23 home runs, 92 RBIs, and a 273 batting average. I mean, that, that plays, uh, at the very least, in a middle infield spot, but uh, even as a low-end uh, starter at short, that's, that's still pretty good. Uh, at third base, we've got Gio Urshela, the Yankees. You know, not as much power uh, last season as his breakout uh, season in 2019, but Urshela still hit uh, in 175 games for the Yankees now over the past two years. He's hit 310 with an 881 OPS. Uh, and, and you don't have to go early for him in drafts. So uh, Ursula has a you know pretty good chance to give you a good return on on where he gets drafted uh, and what he can provide. Uh, Tommy Pham, left fielder for San Diego, is a three-time 20 home run hitter, two-time uh, that he's had 25 stolen bases in a season, uh, but he only hit 211 in 31 games last season. So uh, you know the the value. Uh, or the perception of value of Tommy Pham is down a little bit because of that. Uh, but if you're if you're looking for the upside, that uh, the guy who, who could get you a 2020 season uh, and probably isn't going to hit 211 again, uh, then you know Tommy Pham uh, should give you a pretty good value uh, play. Uh, Clint Frazier of the Yankees. Uh, you know he probably belongs in the Breakthrough Bats uh, podcast, uh, but here he is. Uh, he has 20 home runs and 406 plate appearances the past two seasons for the Yankees, hitting 267 with an 844 OPS. Is this finally the year where, where Frazier gets, you know, regular uh, playing time? And, you know, it's been sort of a slow and gradual process here, and and there's still no guarantees, uh, but uh, su- such is the risk of, of somebody who's a sleeper. You don't, you don't know for sure that Clint Frazier is going to uh, have a, a big season for the Yankees, but uh, it's certainly a possibility that uh, if you look at what he's done in the past, that he could hit 25 to 30 home runs. And, and if he does that uh, while playing a, a more regular uh, basis than he has in, in the past, then you know that that's where you get real value. 
Uh, center fielder for Milwaukee, Lorenzo Cain, uh, who definitely comes with some risk. He's going to be 35 early in the 2021 season. He played just five games in 2020 uh, before opting out. Uh, but in the previous three seasons, Cain averaged 12 home runs, 25 stolen bases, and a 289 batting average. Like, that works. Uh, and so if he gets back to performing at that level, uh, Lorenzo Cain will give you good value. Uh, and then we've got uh, Hunter Dozier for Kansas City. Can play uh, first base, third base, outfield, so you get some positional versatility. 2019, he had 26 home runs, hit 279, had an 840 OPS. Uh, but then his 2020 season got off to a tough start when he was uh, tested positive for COVID and, and missed the, the start of the season. Well, he struggled to a 228 batting average, and he had just 12 RBIs in 44 games uh, when he returned. And so uh, he's another case of, well, his 2020 was just so much worse than his 2019. Uh, which one is, is the real Hunter Dozier? Uh, and, you know, maybe the real Hunter Dozier somewhere in between, uh, but uh, there's a chance that he can bounce back to what he was in 2019. Now let's take a look at some pitchers uh, who can give us some some sleeper value. Uh, and one is David Price uh, for the Dodgers. It's not like he's really flying under the radar. Everyone's aware of David Price, uh, but he didn't pitch in 2020. He had a 4.28 ERA in 2019. He's also 35 years old and um, and didn't pitch last season. So you know, there are some reasons that price could be undervalued. Um, but if you look, he's been consistently better than average, even at this late stage of his career. And the past three seasons that he did pitch, you know, 3.75 ERA, 1.20 whip, and 9.6 strikeouts per nine. Uh, and he's going to be in the rotation for a powerhouse team. So wins, the opportunity for wins will be there. So uh, David Price is probably uh, a guy who has a chance to, uh, to be a, a decent sleeper. Uh, another one's Tyler Maley of Cincinnati. Now he probably should be part of the breakthrough pitchers podcast. I literally missed him, uh, from my list. So, uh, I'm addressing it here. Uh, Tyler Maley took real strides forward, uh, last season. He had a 3.59 ERA, 1.15 whip, 11.3 strikeouts per nine. Now small sample. And that's why, you know, there's uncertainty and so on. Uh, but if, if Maley can build on his 2020 season, uh, then he could, uh, have real, really nice value in the, uh, third starter spot for the Reds. Uh, James Paxton, going back to Seattle. He was brutal in five starts for the Yankees last season and has pretty much been an injury risk throughout his career. But if you go from 2013 through 2019, Paxton had a 3.50 ERA, 1.21 whip, and 9.9 strikeouts per nine. That, that'll work in, in just about any fantasy format. Uh, Drew Smiley, uh, starting pitcher for Atlanta. 2016 was the last time Smiley pitched more than 120 innings in a season. But he struck out 42 and 26 in the third innings last season. So he's at least worth a look. And, and this is, you know, the, the opposite version of, uh, the, these players who, who slumped in, in 2020 and you don't want to, uh, overvalue, uh, the slump. Well, Smiley, we don't want to overvalue the fact that he, uh, you know, had 14.4 strikeouts per nine, uh, in 2020, cause it was a 26 and a third inning sample size. But, uh, that's also part of the reason that it's at least, you know, worth a look, uh, as a late round pick to round out your staff. That's the kind of guy you, you know, you take a shot at, at smiley late and if he pans out great you look like a hero. Uh, and if he doesn't, well, that's fine. You drop him and, and go get somebody else off the waiver wire. And, but, uh, there's at least some reason to be optimistic, uh, given what he did in that small sample last season. And he's pl- going to be pitching for a, a quality Atlanta team. So, uh, next up, uh, Josh Lindblom, 
uh, starting pitcher from Milwaukee, who had a 5.16 ERA last season, which makes it easy to write him off for fantasy. But his fielding independent pitching was 3.87. He had a 1.28 whip and 10.3 strikeouts per nine. You know, none of that is, oh my gosh, I must have Josh Limbaum, but it certainly puts him into the conversation. Uh, the the question, I suppose, is <laughs> he's a 33-year-old who's never thrown more than 75 innings in the major leagues uh, in a season. So you know, can you uh, count on a whole lot of Josh Limblom? Probably not. But like Smiley, he's probably worth uh, a late round pick uh, to see whether or not those underlying numbers can uh, uh, sort of extend into a, a full major league season. Uh, and then one more pitcher. Let's go with Rich Hill uh, for Tampa Bay. Uh, now, since 2015, Hill has started 94 games, has a 2.92 ERA, 1.06 whip, and 10.4 strikeouts per nine. Those are staff ace caliber numbers when he's pitching. But he has a hard time staying healthy, and he's now 41 years old. So <laughs> that, that health risk is not going to go away. Uh, at the same time, if you're coming down to the last round or two of your draft, uh, and you know you need another pitcher and, and one who has some upside and is still going to be on the board, Rich Hill uh, is out there and you know, consider that he could uh, deliver some pretty nice value, uh, at, at least when he's healthy. Uh, you know, you're going to have times when he's going to end up on, on the injured list and you have to uh, go find replacements. But uh, it's incredible to look at the, how his late season or late career uh, production has gone. He's, he's pitched like a legit staff ace. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over. College basketball tournament's on right now. The NBA and NHL are in full swing, and Major League Baseball is coming up. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON. At Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Okay, so now we're going to go through the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, the World Series finalists uh, who do not have a ton of high end talent, uh, but you know, you put it all together and you end up with a pretty quality team. Uh, but when it comes to fantasy, they, they don't have the guys who put up huge individual numbers. Uh, maybe the, the top fantasy uh, position player for them could be second baseman Brandon Lau. Uh, but I still think he's probably a seventh or eighth round pick because batting average is not great. Uh, did have 14 home runs and 224 plate appearances last season. So it's possible that Lau could get you 30 home runs, maybe even double digit steals. Uh, and so, you know, he's useful in the sort of middle middle range uh, as a starter at second base um, but as I say that that batting average sort of hangs as a risk that you know if he hits you you know 260 or 270 well that'd be great but he also might hit 230 or 240. Um, so left fielder Randy Arrows Arena uh, the huge star of uh, last year's playoffs uh, in 162 plate appearances uh, last season between regular season and playoffs Arrows Arena hit 17 home runs. Uh, that's ridiculous and unsustainable uh, but you could very reasonably expect him to hit you 30 plus home runs uh, in a full season this year. And, and that probably, you know, lands arrows arena somewhere in the eighth to 10th round uh, in, in many leagues. Uh, shortstop, Willie Adamas, probably a mid round pick. He's a shortstop who can hit you 20 home runs. Uh, but there's also some uncertainty uh, with uh, the, the pending arrival of top uh, prospect Wander Franco. 
you know, and whether that, uh, whether Franco comes in at third base or, or shifts Adamas to third, or uh, there's just some uncertainty about uh, where the playing time will come uh, when Franco is deemed to be ready. Uh, right fielder Austin uh, Meadows is probably worth a mid-round pick. He was great in 2019. Hit 33 home runs, 291 batting average, 922 OPS. Uh, 2020, he hit four home runs, had a 205 batting average, 667 OPS. Well, you know, the, the real Austin Meadows is probably somewhere in between, but also, you know, that 2020 is in a very small sample of games. So uh, not unreasonable to think that, you, that Meadows uh, could have a bounce back season. Uh, then maybe a late round pick on center fielder, Kevin Kiermeyer. He's a great defensive outfielder, uh, which does you no good in fantasy, but, uh, he's had four seasons with double digit home runs and stolen bases, uh, in the same season. So that, that's sort of the, the baseline for what you're looking for is if Kiermeyer could get you 10 or 12, uh, home runs and steals. Okay. That's something, uh, at the same time, he's also a career 248 hitter. Uh, and so there's some risk, uh, as he heads down uh in in that uh category uh third baseman yandy diaz uh, in 485 plate appearances in tampa bay the past two seasons uh diaz is at 16 home runs 278 batting average 816 ops that plays if he gets the playing time and, and this goes to uh the same question as willie adamas and yandy diaz uh is what's going to happen uh when wander franco is ready um so just kind of be aware that, that there is some, some risk of, of playing time being shuffled around uh, whenever Franco is deemed major league ready. Uh, some, some others on the, uh, the Rays roster who are probably not going to be uh, worth drafting in fantasy, so you'll see them out on the waiver wire. Uh, outfielder Manuel Margot, uh, he can swipe you some bases, but the trade-off uh, for his poor hitting is usually not worth it. Um, first baseman, G-Man Choi, who was better in 2019 than 2020, uh, in 821 plate appearances with Tampa Bay, he's hit 30 home runs. So, uh, you know, there's a chance he could be a, a low end corner infielder if he's getting regular playing time. Uh, catcher Mike Zanino is hitting 161 over the past two seasons, which, you know, eliminates him from fantasy consideration. He does have some power. He's had some, uh, multiple 20 home run seasons, but that batting average is just a, a no, non-starter uh, when it comes to fantasy. Uh, and then you look to the bench where, you know, there's utility guy, Joey Wendell and Mike Brasso, uh, catcher Francisco Mejia, uh, Yoshitomo Tsutsugo, any of those guys kind of, in, if they were getting regular playing time, might have some value. Uh, but, you know, the uncertainty of that situation uh, leaves them all kind of on the, on the outside looking in. Now to the, to the Rays pitching staff. Uh, we've got an interesting uh, staff, given uh, what we know of how the Rays uh, use their their pitchers, they they tend not to go deep into games, uh, and they rely a lot on the bullpen. Uh, so they do have a legit ace in Tyler Glass now, who probably goes in about the third round uh, in most leagues. He started 34 games for the Rays, uh, has a 3.32 ERA, 1.04 WHIP, and 12 strikeouts per nine in those games. At the same time, he's averaging just over five innings per start, like 5.1, uh, and so. That's the Rays' way, uh, even with uh, the guy who's their staff ace. Uh, and so if he's only going just five innings or just over five innings on average, uh, Glasnow may may find it difficult to, to rack up wins. So there, uh, there is kind of one, one category where he's going to take a hit. Uh, then we look to kind of late round picks. Uh, Chris Archer, uh, who struggled in Pittsburgh, but it might be worth taking a late round uh, look to see if Archer can can recapture his uh, former glory in Tampa Bay. Um, and, and if he doesn't, well then if it's a late round pick, you can feel free to, to drop him and move on. Right. Uh, Ryan Yarbrough, uh, 
who's done some starting and relieving uh, over the past three seasons. Uh, has a 3.94 ERA, 1.15 whip, and 7.5 strikeouts per nine uh, in his career. Kind of puts him on the fringe of, of fantasy value. Uh, the whip is pretty good. The ERA is a touch high, and the strikeout rate's a little low, so not ideal, uh, but you know maybe in a pinch you could uh, use him. Uh, and then there's Rich Hill, who I talked about as, as a possible sleeper. Um, you know, those numbers since 2015, 2.92 ERA, 1.06 whip, 10.4 strikeouts per nine. You know, yes, you're going to live with the, the injury risk, uh, but Hill uh, has a chance to give you value on a late pick. Um, now, could the could the Rays resurrect Michael Waka's career? His past two seasons have been pretty rough, uh, but there was a time when he was a quality starting pitcher for the Cardinals. Uh, to, the, to the bullpen... Um, the Rays tend to be really flexible on their closer usage. It uh, looks like Diego Castillo um, is a good bet to get their most opportunities, but Pete Fairbanks is probably in the mix. Um, Nick Anderson, w- who would normally be in there, um, is injured and likely out for at least half the season uh, with a partially torn elbow ligament. So the uh, the, the Rays bullpen is is obviously a uh, an interesting area because uh, they do sort of tend to to go towards the committee. Uh, and for fantasy purposes, that's uh, not ideal. Uh, but if you have to pick one, Diego Castillo is probably the, the one to go with. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is an incredible low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now's the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup, cookie dough chunk, white chocolate uh, birthday cake, and I'm slam dunk on cookie dough chunk. Uh, one of my favorite bars, and I definitely prefer it over uh, the white chocolate birthday cake. As we've said, there are no losers in Built Bar Madness. So go to builtbar.com or to at bar underscore built on Twitter. And remember, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. The Locked On MLB Division Preview Series continues on Locked On MLB today. Every episode from now until the 31st features in-depth looks at each team in every division. It's all on the Locked On MLB podcast feed right now. Follow Locked On MLB on the radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. And send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, direct it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. So now we've gone through the uh, sleepers and the Tampa Bay Rays. Let's take a look at the San Francisco Giants. Uh, start at catcher. Uh, Buster Posey is probably worth a mid-round pick. Uh, but, you know, with some questions. His, his bat was declining before he sat out the 2020 season. Probably rates as a good fantasy backup. Uh, but questionable starter, I would say, at this stage of his career. Uh, first baseman Brandon Belt, probably a late-round pick. Uh, don't know necessarily about how much playing time he's going to get, uh, but also last season he hit 309 with a 1015 OPS, so let, let's maybe not uh, consider him w- washed up and, and done either. Uh, then there's uh, Tommy Listella, uh, who has value around the infield. He can play first, second, and third. Uh, is a late bloomer, but... Has 549 plate appearances the past two seasons. He has 21 home runs while hitting 289. Uh, so there's there's value uh, for Listella as long as he's playing. And it looks like the Giants will will make sure that he, he gets that opportunity. Uh, right fielder, Mike Yastrzemski. 
might be uh, a mid to late round pick. He was even better in 2020 uh, than in his unlikely rookie season in 2019. Um, in 2020, he had 10 home runs, hit 297, had a 968 OPS, uh, showed much better discipline at the plate. Uh, and so, you know, I, there's given given that he's sort of a, a, a late arrival in the major leagues, uh, I don't know how much to to value that. Uh, but given the the progress he made from 2019 and 2020, uh, I'm at least a little optimistic uh, that Yastrzemski can continue uh, as a productive hitter in 2021. Uh, then we get into some some question marks. Uh, left fielder Alex Dickerson. Uh, in 341 plate appearances with San Francisco, he's hitting 294, has a 913 OPS, 16 home runs. Question is, can Dickerson get enough playing time? He's a 30-year-old who's never had 300 plate appearances in a major league season. So that, that it's tough to go after that um, for fantasy purposes uh, right off the bat because you just don't know whether he's going to have uh, the opportunity. Uh, their shortstop, Brandon Crawford, uh, who's had a few seasons in his career where his bat, his bat would play adequately in a middle infield role, uh, but that's sort of the absolute peak of his value. The downside uh, when he's not hitting well is he's completely unplayable in fantasy. Uh, third baseman Evan Longoria can still hit 20 home runs. Uh, is hitting 254 over the past four seasons, which isn't great. Uh, it sounds like that's that's sort of a waiver wire-ish uh, production, but could be a late round corner infielder too. Then you've got sort of a mix of, of guys who have, can play multiple spots. Uh, Donovan Solano and Wilmer Flores uh, play around the infield and and were quite effective uh, for uh, the Giants in 2020, but uh, it's fair to question how much playing time they're going to get uh, moving forward in 2021. And then there's Mauricio Dubon, who uh, should get an opportunity in center field, uh, but he also has played the infield before as well. So, but it, with all three of those guys, I think there's a lot of uncertainty about uh, role and uh, it's probably enough to, to have me shy away uh, heading into the 2021 season. And then at some point, uh, catcher Joey Bart could return. Uh, he, he got kind of thrust into some major league action last season when Posey was out uh, and, and did not have great success, uh, but um, worth keeping an eye on uh, whether Bart gets another opportunity uh, because he, you know, prior to last season, he looked like he was a pretty promising catching prospect. Uh, now to the Giants pitching staff, uh, where it's sort of low-end options here. Uh, starting pitcher Kevin Gosman might be their their ace, uh, and you're looking maybe 8th to 10th round uh, to draft Gosman. He's been inconsistent throughout his career, uh, but he has had some decent moments. Even last season, he had a 3.62 ERA, 1.11 whip, 11.9 strikeouts per nine, now it's in less than 60 innings, so you can't uh, you know, take that to the bank as that's what he is, but uh, that, that's why you're, you're looking kind of into the middle rounds uh, before you're drafting Kevin Gosman. Uh, then there's Anthony DiSclefani, who in 2019 looked like he was kind of close to having fantasy value uh, and then got absolutely crushed in 2020. Much to my chagrin, I was looking at a, at a, a breakthrough season for DiSclefani last year, and he ended up with a 7.22 ERA and 1.69 whip. So, uh, now, small sample. I think he had seven starts uh, before they decided they couldn't trot him out there with a 7.22 ERA. Uh, and uh, and so we'll, we'll see if he can bounce back. But uh, you, you're not going to have to race anyone to draft Anthony DiSclefani this year, I don't think. Uh, then there's Johnny Cueto, you know, 35-year-old who's battled injuries in recent seasons. Uh, past two years, he's made 16 starts as a 5.33 ERA. Well, like that's a non-starter for fantasy. But, you know, you can kind of hold out hope that 
you know, Cueto is a, a crafty veteran pitcher and has had uh, some very successful seasons in his past. You can kind of uh, cling to the hope that he could get to that uh, level again. Then uh, there's uh, Alex Wood, uh, who's battled injuries and ineffective the ineffectiveness the past couple of seasons, but he was a pretty quality starting pitcher from say 2016 to 2018 at the very least. Uh, if Wood could get back to that level, um, he would be relevant for fantasy. Uh, then there's uh, Logan Webb. Looks like he gets the fifth spot in the Giants rotation. Uh, in 94 career innings uh, for the Giants, he's got a 5.36 ERA, 1.52 WHIP. Uh, nothing to see here. Uh, fantasy managers. Uh, then in the bullpen, uh, there's some question about whether the Giants are going to even go with a, a real closer or if it's going to be a, a, a by committee mix and match kind of thing. Uh, veteran Jake McGee might be the, the best uh, candidate. He's 34 year old uh, who has saved 45 games in his career. Uh, and he was great uh, for the Dodgers in 2020 at 2.66 ERA, 0.84 whip, 14.6 strikeouts per nine. And like all that works. Um, and so maybe McGee is the best uh, candidate uh, in that bullpen, but he's not the only one. Uh, Reyes Maranta, a stocky 28-year-old who's been an effective uh, setup pitcher for the Giants, 2.66 ERA, 1.20 whip, 11.2 strikeouts per nine in 128 in third innings. You know, that that would all play too. Uh, and so I think you're probably looking at a situation where the, the Giants don't have an ideal uh, closer situation, uh, but... If you're kind of in the late rounds and, and looking for somebody who's going to have a chance to get saved, both McGee and Maranta are probably uh, candidates for that. So that will do it for today. I'll be back uh, again, I think, tomorrow with more stats and team previews as we uh, plow towards the uh, the regular season. Uh, also check out Locked On Fantasy Hockey, uh, which I'm hosting. So find these podcasts, subscribe, drop in a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio.com, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.